the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1940 KYCR Golden Valley, your exclusive Twin Cities home for the Ramsey Show. Live weekday afternoons from 1 to 4. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A changing of the guard in Britain. King Charles III has been pictured taking up his new state duty. In the image, the monarch is seen looking into his official red box, which contains documents from the British government and the Commonwealth. In a sign of royal continuity, the picture is taken in front of a photo of his late parents, Elizabeth and Philip, which the pair had gifted to King George VI in 1951, the year before Elizabeth became queen. During her own reign, Queen Elizabeth II was also regularly pictured with her official red box, which each monarch receives from their private secretary. That is Zaria Shackley reporting. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says if Republicans regain control of the House, they will roll back the new IRS funds in the so-called Inflation Reduction Act and get rid of those new 87,000 IRS agents. This is SRN News. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Hey, if you're like most people, you're feeling like the wealth you've built is under attack. Hi, I'm Matt Tram with Tram Law Firm, and I am a lifelong Patriot listener and Hillsdale College graduate. My greatest passion is helping my clients achieve peace of mind when it comes to all of their estate planning matters. My clients do not want their assets and families exposed to lengthy court procedures, public scrutiny, and unnecessary costs and taxes when they pass away. If you, too, are interested in legally protecting your family, please call to schedule your complimentary estate plan review. On the call, we'll discuss your specific situation and how these issues may impact you. Look us up online at tramlawfirm.com. That's T as in Tom, R-A, double M as in Mary. That's tramlawfirm.com. And give us a call at 651-967-4151 to schedule your complimentary consultation. That's 651-967-4151. From one Patriot listener to another, I look forward to speaking with you soon. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. No! Come on, rise and shine. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It's going to be a great year. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. Is it safe? It's the King Banyan Show. This is a man. Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient nodes of thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. If you're listening to us on the podcast, you should probably go listen to the first hour first. If you're listening to us live and you missed the first hour, um, then you can either listen to the podcast at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com or you could uh, catch us on, if you're listening to us live right now on Saturday, you can go back and listen to the replay Sunday because we replay this show Sunday, same time as Saturday, so... 
So if you ever miss the show, you can always and and you're not a streamer. Instead, you like sort of playing it out of that transistor radio in your garage. You can do that. You get two cracks at you get two cracks at it. So that that's a, that's a lot of fun. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven number to question number to call with questions and comments here on the King Banyan Show. So what we said in the last hour, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna pick up right where I left off. Great jobs report, right? Five hundred twenty-eight thousand jobs. Wages up, although not as much as they are as inflation is. So real wages are falling. Yet you had a GDP report, oh, uh, ten days ago now, that was blech, just terror. You know, it was minus nine tenths of percent. Uh, it's two quarters of a negative print. That's got to be a recession, right? And then this comes along, and everybody's confused. What we cannot be confused about is the fact that if you have, if both these numbers are correct, and I did throw a little caution to you, I think it's more likely that the, we can count noses of people in payroll on payroll. I think we get, do a better job of that than we do of counting GDP, particularly the GDP that's attributable to services. So... It's possible that productivity hasn't fallen, but let's stipulate probably that it has. Uh, we've played a uh, we've been playing the, an exchange that was happening between on CNBC with Joe Curtin on CNBC between Austin Goolsby, uh, who was an advisor, an economic advisor for uh, President Obama, and Tyler Goodspeed, who was an economic advisor, acting chair of the CEA Council of Economic Advisors. For President Trump, I'm going to play one last clip of Goolsby's comments yesterday to sort of get start to set the table for what we're, what I feel like we're seeing right now, which is this 528. When I, I mean, my wife heard me say "Wow" quite loudly when I saw the number. When I saw when I saw the number, I said "Wow" very loudly, and I actually didn't have the TV on yesterday because I was working on some things, and I don't work well with the TV on in the background. Uh, this is Austin Goolsby yesterday, um, uh, cut number four. But the second thing is, this is fundamentally not stable. You, you, the, the economy, There are not enough people to keep adding 500,000 jobs a month. So on a pretty rapid order, that's a, it has to stop. We have to reach what, what is a de facto full employment, and then, and then the numbers are, are not going to be as big. And so people can't be surprised when that happens. And, and, and right. And so that's sort of part of that is, and I, I think of both Goolsby and Goodspeed as being not really, I, neither of them to me are cheerleaders for their side, not in the same way that that I, I think of uh, some of the commenters I hear, uh, like a Paul Krugman from, from, the, from the liberal side and from the conservative side, oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, um, Larry Kudlow, okay. Um, the uh, I think of them as being more cheerleaderish than than uh, than uh, uh, either Goolsby or Goodspeed. And so what I what I see in in him saying is simply, you should not expect 528 now to be a norm. It can't stay at that level. Right, particularly with the participation rate falling, particularly with population growth declining, and we have not been particularly uh, open to immigration in this country for some time. And that really, you know, guess what? That didn't really change in 2021 when the administration changed. Um, that that's so you can't get that particular. You can't get that to you can't get 528 each time, so the productivity question probably can't continue that way. So that really means something that 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 I believe uh, Larry Summers has been uh, um, uh, um, Larry Summers would do that could um, that said that uh, would be very interesting. I'm just getting a lot of text messages right now, and I apologize, but but. Um, uh, too many people wanting to talk to me while I'm on radio, and it's like, guys, you got to stop. 
Uh, Larry Summers on Wall Street Week last night um, sort of sets the table for us by talking about how quickly this economy is growing. Let's play this cut 13. I think it's more mixed. I I celebrate all the extra uh, jobs, and that's surely a good thing to see. But my principal concern, as you know, David, has been that we've got an overheated economy. And if you overheat the economy longer and longer, you get more and more inflation and bigger and bigger problems down the road. And everything in this number says to me, overheating, not yet under control, not on a path to being under control. So that's so the economy is clearly, you know, overheating. Uh, And I will let me. uh, And so that overheating is really causing people to worry about how much more might need to be done in this economy by the Federal Reserve. And I'm going to turn to that. I promised myself this week I wasn't going to play anybody but from the Federal Reserve, and I'm not going to do that. Not to not this week. I, I've got I've got I had clips ready to go, and I looked and I said, "You've already got more than a dozen clips for those guys to cut for you, uh, just from just from the 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 uh, basically the uh, people watching from the sidelines." But uh, and and of course I had to play um, I had to play some Larry there, but but. Just to be clear, that over that sign of overheating is being based on basically one number. Let me read you some other statistics. This is from Peter Bookvar's wonderful uh, 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 succinct summation of the week's events, and it's basically a data dump for the entire week. On the services side, clearly there are there they are rising. Um, there is still a restricted, they said, despite a restricted labor pool, despite various material shortages and, and inflation, the service sector interest rose from 56.7 to 56.7 from 55.3, better than what was estimated. It was a huge number, a big gain relative to what was there. That might be a sign that the economy is is, is overheating, uh, and as, along with the fact that we're seeing some cracks. I mentioned to you the cracks of eleven out of eighteen ISM uh, manufacturing industries are increasing versus fifteen two months ago, seventeen back in April, um, so that the breadth of the expansion has diminished it's getting into a more narrow range of manufacturers um, in that number if I look at where you are in in if I look at where we were in um, in uh, uh, um, the service sector they're now at 13 of 18 all 18 were growing in June there are three so three industries saw a contraction one of them was retail sales. Another one was finance and insurance. Okay, the headline areas have been doing badly, but I played for you in the last hour, uh, Peter Kern from Expedia saying, hey, our bookings are fine, except for those first two weeks in July, which were influenced by the fact that you had lots of airlines canceling flights because we either didn't have, we didn't have pilots or we didn't have baggage handlers or the airports didn't have people to help with uh, at TSA to get people through. The lines were tremendously long. It just wasn't. It just wasn't working. So that is a significant deterior. That that's that's some de- some of the deterioration is there. Um, and then the market which is different than ISM, a different purchasing managers, the, the purchasing managers index for services was in contraction at 47.3, taking us back to the levels of the uh, COVID recession in 2020. Um, logistics declined to 60.7. So levels of growth available in transportation capacity that we haven't seen since April of 2019. The downshifts we observed in transportation metrics um, 
were much more muted than the last week of July, leaving open a possibility for a bit of recovery as we move toward peak season. Warehousing and inventory metrics continue to buoy the logistics sector. Inventory levels remain high. Warehouses continue to struggle to hold and manage the volume. A lot of the goods that were ordered in the first half of 2022 were delayed by the COVID shutdowns, the zero COVID policies in China. They're now all coming over. Uh, there are goods out there. Now, the question is, what does this do to prices over the next... Um, um, what does this do to prices over the next few um, weeks uh, weeks and months? That is a very, uh, very... We very, very much don't know what happens to that. The last point to keep in mind is that the number of job openings fell in June, below 11 million for the first time in about five months. Um, Hiring rate uh, fell back to January 2021 levels at 4.2%. So that's the sign that we might have a little labor hoarding going on. Um, um, So all put together, uh, all put together, what does that say? Is this an economy that's overheating in the way Summers thinks so? And if so, what does that really mean for the economy? Well, we're going to hear from him. We're going to hear from other people who are saying, basically, this really means that the Fed's got to move faster. Uh, We're going to talk about that right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. Hey, I'm Sloan Martin with Mike Golick Jr. College football Saturday night, week four, heads to Norman as Oklahoma hosts Kansas State. Kansas State, who has upset the Sooners two of their last three meetings. Gotta watch out if you're Oklahoma and want to stay in the mix. Big opportunity in the Big 12. You will not want to miss it because Saturday nights are meant to be fun. Catch us right here Saturday at 7 on your home for college football Saturday night, powered by Learfield. Catch all the action at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. The Biz 1440. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. Visit My 3 Quotes online. That's My 3 Quotes. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 
800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Welcome back, King Bain Show, the Biz fourteen forty. You know, uh, I forgot I had forgotten that I had posted this, and I didn't talk about this during the uh, during the uh, jobs hour. But this was really interesting, and I'm not. This looks like it was done by Goldman Sachs, but I can't tell where it was. But I read it on uh, the Substack written by Adam Tooze, who's whose uh, uh, whose podcast Ones and Twos itself is just wonderful. It's uh, it's it's only thirty minutes, but it's just chocked with information. They just prep two topics and they run two topics for you. It's once a week. It's it's really good. I I quite like listening to it. I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, Professor Tooze and I have different views on many things, but uh, I think his podcast is really well done, and and I think I'm quite thoughtful. The what he posted, and this was done on uh, this was done uh, earlier in the week. Um, was done uh, was basically a picture trying to figure out labor force participation rate and its de- and decomposing it. So the labor force participation rate in June, uh, excuse me, in January of 2020 was at 63.4 percent, and that's the high. So the question is, um, uh, the question the question is then, um, what is the what is the uh, uh, piece here? Um, what is the decomposition by the following categories? Demographic exits. The fact that we're just get, you know, baby boomers are retiring out. So if nothing else, if, if there had been no pandemic, you probably would have imagined there to be about 800,000 fewer workers anyway, just because of demographic shifts. Then you ask yourself, how many people retired and then maybe are unretiring? That number is less than a million. Remember, we hired half a million workers in a month just recently. And then the last data were the exits by those under age 54 divided out between the 25 to 54 cohort, which, as I mentioned, dropped three-tenths percent in the month. Then, and then those who have exited who are 16 to 24-year-olds, um, which is interesting because actually I wonder, if, I wonder if, uh, if the analysis should have been done, say, 16 to 20 and then 20, 16 to 19 and then 20 to 24. Because as I understand the data, the 16 to 19-year-old labor force participation rate uh, is up um, and... Um, is up and the 20 to 24 year old participation rate is down and 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 so that's the part that i find that that i find super interesting uh, but that last gap is 1.4 million workers and to me that's the one that's the part that's interesting for for me the Fed can't do anything about getting that 1.4 million group or even the 900,000 group back to it can do something about the 900,000. We know what it takes, but it's not pleasant. It can crash the stock market. And those 900,000 who went into early retirement and even some of those demographic exits will find out that their 401k has dropped by 30, 40, 50% and they have to go back to work. I don't think we should wish that. And I'm hoping that the Fed doesn't need to raise rates to the point where that happens to that particular group. But what can it do about that 16 to 54-year-old group? What can it do about the under 55s? Okay, which is about, again, it's 2.3 million people that are in that group. That, you know... That is about half again the amount of employment out there. So if they all came back to work in a month and there were no jobs available to them, they would push the unemployment rate up above 5%. You'll remember we played that little clip last week of Janet Yellen saying, hey, 5%, you know, can't, you know, you know, I think a soft landing would be anything where the unemployment rate doesn't get above 5%. 
Well, if they all jump back in the market and they jump back in one month and we didn't have jobs for them, even if the economy is still growing at a at generating 150, 175, 200,000 jobs a month just by natural growth, your your unemployment rate would still be at at this level. But because they're not there, the neutral what we have to do to get back to where we need to be is probably not going to happen. I'm going to replay this first cut from Larry Summers. This was uh, uh, this was last night on Wall Street Week on Bloomberg Television. Uh, cut 13. I think it's more mixed. I, I celebrate all the extra uh, jobs, and that's surely a good thing to see. But my principal concern, as you know, David, has been that we've got an overheated economy. And it, if you overheat the economy longer and longer, you get more and more inflation and bigger and bigger problems down the road. And everything in this number says to me, overheating, not yet under control, not on a path to being under control. And I, I think you have to agree with that. And then, and so um, Summers goes on to say this about whether or not the Fed is even close to controlling the inflation that's out there. Let's play this. Cut number 14. As I said on this show last week, I think the idea that we're at the neutral rate or near the neutral rate is not a defensible concept. And now when we're seeing wage inflation unambiguously after this number accelerating, after this number, after the ECI, after the Atlanta Fed, we have by every reasonable measure of core inflation, um, inflation running somewhere plus or minus five uh, percent. That's that was the one I I was prepared from because last week and I didn't play it, but last week's Wall Street Week, Summers says we're above four percent. That four percent is kind of now baked into the core, and he added a percent this week, which it's like okay. Not positive I agree with you about that. But, but again, and I think I said this last week, but it bears repeating. What, what Powell, the argument between the Fed and folks like Jay Powell and, and Mohamed El-Aryan, who I'll play for you in a moment, because uh, he, he was on Bloomberg uh, yesterday morning as well, um, um, is whether or not expected inflation over a reasonable time frame, say next five to ten years, should be thought of as being at 5%, 4%, 3%, or 2%. The Fed says, I still think in terms of long-run expectations that those expectations are, are anchored at our mandate of 2%. We realize there's some risk that we're going to lose the anchor, and so we're, we're adjusting to try to keep our anchor, our anchor for expectations in place. And they will tell you core is not expectations – but core is an indicator of expectations, and core is better indicator of expectations than inflation. The way the Fed thinks about it, and you'll hear Powell say this, and I realize I defend Powell probably more than most folks, but here's what I understand him to say. Our mandate is about headline inflation. We see it. It's really high. We know we've got to act. As we think about how far we're going to act, we're looking at core as an indicator of where expectations might be. It's an indicator, but it's only one. They also rely on expectations that they can read from market-based measures by looking at the spread in tips and, and treas- in terms of index bonds versus non-index bonds. And those rates are below 3% still. So they would say they believe they have a defensible case for why in the long run, the neutral rate is at maybe two and a half to two and three quarters of percent. But, and no one's arguing, by the way, that the real rate, the, the real neutral rate is like one half of one percent. No one seems to be arguing that. I'm surprised by that. I think you could really make an argument that it should be closer to one and a half rather than one half. I think the Fed is actually looser and it's going to stay looser than it should pretty much throughout this time. But that, that being said, 
Summers goes on to talk a little bit more about this. Let's play this. This is the last cut he had last night. Cut number 15. Here's what I'm very worried about, uh, because we've seen the movie before. I'm worried, and I was interested to see that Paul Krogman, who's hardly agreed with me in general on these things, expressed exactly this concern uh, today. I'm worried that we're going to see some good news on non-core inflation, on commodities, on what's happened in gasoline, for example, and we're going to see a bit of economic slowing, and that's going to lead the Fed to think that things are under control. But in fact, underlying inflation is going to be still completely unacceptable. Things are going to go up and down in terms of the non-core inflation. And if we've got a labor market that's red hot, that's only going to mean constant or even accelerating inflation. And we're going to have a situation like we did in the 1970s, where we perpetuated inflation by not doing enough to contain it. So he's fighting the war from the 70s, and you've heard me say here on the King Banyan Show many times, I don't think the 70s is the right comparison. However, if the Fed does do what he suggests, which is to bail out too early and and follow what the market's saying in terms of reducing the uh, interest rates in late 2023 before inflation's fully squeezed out of the market that would be a real problem but remember the fed thinks the inflation will be squeezed out over the next 12 months it will fall below three percent by the end of 2023 and that gives them permission to go back to something close to that two and a half and two and three quarters which again i think is too low but that's a different argument than the one that they're making i'm going to tweet to you at the break the Krugman piece from yesterday that is worth your time to read. Get past the cheerleading for the Democrats because that that's always baked into any Krugman column. Get down to the bottom third of it. That's where the really interesting commentary is, and I invite you to do that. And we'll be back with more after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. <music> salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with a free Odyssey app. Summertime! Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. Let us build you a long-lasting, high-efficiency water softener. If you contact us now, you'll get $400 off our new wet technology water softener. Do it right the first time. Contact Commerce.com. I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, and I'm still mad at timeshare companies. For over a decade, I've been fighting to clean up the timeshare industry by getting folks out of bad timeshares. But after all those battles, I'm still asked, how do they sell timeshares for $25,000 when they're available online for only a dollar? 
Here's how they do it. They lie. They tell you things like, Timeshare's a great investment. You can go anywhere, anytime, or your maintenance fees will never go up. Everything they do to get you to sign a timeshare agreement is part of a well-planned trap. If you've ever been held hostage in a timeshare presentation and bought, Wesley Financial Group is here to help. To date, we've canceled timeshares for over 16,000 families. And I guarantee you this, we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free timeshare cancellation guide, 800-226-8833. That's 800-226-8833. You know, the sign on this computer has said rain to stop for the last hour and all of a sudden I thought to myself well wasn't that the promise after the flood sometime it's gonna at some point it's gonna have to stop right okay so anyway six five one two eight nine four four seven seven I did tweet to you the Paul Krugman column I I do I I do recommend it and I not the um I'm not the uh I'm not a huge fan of latter Krugman. I'm a fan of the 1990s Krugman. That guy was that guy was really sharp. Wish wish we could have him back. Um, the um, but anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. All over the all over uh, uh, the uh, financial cable news stations yesterday, we were getting the commentary that. The Fed's got to do more. I played you Summers already. Let's play Muhammad El Arian. He was on uh, with Tom Keen on Bloomberg Radio. You would have heard it here on the Biz 1440 yesterday morning. Uh, he was asked this. This he was asked about the jobs report and what it meant about the Fed, and he had this to say. Cut number one. Really good news for the economy. The most important part of the economy is going strong, and that will be celebrated at the White House, and rightly so. Go a few blocks to the Fed on the policy side, and they are not going to welcome this report. It's bad news for them in every single way. Um, it makes the notion that we are at neutral comical. It means that they're going to have to go even more. And the markets, you saw from what happened to the inversion of the two stands, it's now beyond 40 basis point, is saying that they're going to have to somehow break this economy to bring inflation under control. Right. When the two, that two, the 210 is a reference to, this, to the yield curve, we know that a recession predictor is a yield curve, curve inversion. It, I talked about I talked about the the inversion back in the early part of the year and it reversed within a week and I said that wasn't an inf- a recession signal. We've now had inversion. It went back to inverted about 5 weeks ago and it has been steady and in fact spreading wider. I do think that the combination of that and the cooling that's going to happen. Remember, the Fed is about to do quantitative tightening at double the rate next month. It should have done, it should have started this months ago, but but it will do that next month. And the question, you know, that's it's that's what it said it's going to do. And I really believe that they won't mess with the quantitative tightening plan because they don't know what it does. They are kind of flying flying not blind but with minimal information they're relying on reports from the system open market desk that at least if you read lords of easy if you read uh, the lords of easy money from uh, christopher leonard's book uh, earlier this year it does look like those kinds of reports really caused um, caused some heartburn uh before so I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be in. Um, uh, um, I think they're gonna be in a pause mode for a while. Let me let me just give you a couple other pieces. Randy Krosner, who used to be president of the Boston Federal Reserve Bank, uh, was also on was also on Bloomberg and had this to say: Cut number seven. 
Right now, we're not seeing the economy going over a cliff. And this is exactly the time that the Fed needs to be moving quickly. Um, the the economy hasn't sputtered yet, so they uh, they need to move. But also, they haven't gotten the political pressure on them yet uh, because the unemployment rate is at near record lows. So this is the time to be raising rates to try to stamp the uh, inflation expectations and inflation out of the system. And And it's interesting because versus a week ago, the thought that they might move now 75 basis points. Well, let me just read you the data from the from the FOMC's uh, from the uh, FOMC Fed Watch tool uh, from the uh, Chicago Mercantile Exchange. A week ago, 72 percent probability that they would move 50 basis points and 28 percent that they would move 75. This morning. 32% probability on 50, 68% probability on 75. So the probability that they're going to go 75 basis points went from 28% to 68%. Just in a, pretty much in a day. Um, and the end year numbers uh, now are still on the same place that they were. Now you look at the year end numbers, we now expect... Uh, whereas the expectation a week ago was we would land on three and a quarter to three and a half as the expectation, the Fed now now looks like they would they're going to add one more rate increase, so three fifty to three seventy five. And interestingly, the position that uh, Jim Bullard took that nobody else was taking uh, that you needed to get to four percent. 22.7% probability currently that the December rate will be at three and three quarters to four versus virtually zero a week ago, less than 1% a week ago. That might lead the, the, the economy to, to go tighter than it would otherwise. Um, Michelle Meyer, who's from Bank of America and the chief economist of the bank, the MasterCard Institute there, also was talking about the very same thing on CNBC. This is cut number 10. Well, I think it shows that there's more fundamental strength in the economy. And um, if people are still seeing this type of job growth, they're still getting that type of income in, they're still out there spending, which means in order to properly cool down that demand side economy and take out that inflationary pressure, it means the Fed really might have to do more, as a lot of those forecasts would suggest. And so the market has indeed moved in that direction. Now, now, do I think that's a good idea? Yeah, but again, my viewpoint's a little different than others because unlike uh, most people who think the neutral real interest rate is about a half percent, three quarters of a percent, I'm of a mind that it's more like one quarter to one and a half. I'm about three quarters of a I'm about 75 basis points above them in terms of that, because I do believe that the I believe that number needs to be equivalent to the long run productivity growth of this economy. I know that productivity has been down in the last six, six to 12 months. We just talked about that earlier in the show. But in the long run, I still think the economy has a natural growth rate between one and one and a half percent. And I think the real Fed funds rate needs to be in that neighborhood and it's not a comfortable place for me to have it really be targeted at a rate much below that. Um, so with that in mind, um, that's where we are right now. I want to play, i got one more point to do, because we did get a little bit of, of information in the market from, from what happened overseas at the Bank of England, where they raised their... Uh, policy rate by 50 basis points. Uh, the Bank of England rate is now at 1.75. It's the highest it's been in about, I want to say, 20 years. And and what was more interesting were the comments made. This was on CNBC. Andrew Bailey, the governor of the central bank, sitting down. Uh, he's the chair, basically, of the central bank. He, was, he sat down with CNBC to have a conversation about what's happening there. Let's play cut number eight. 
It is, of course, a very challenging situation. Um, we're facing a very big shock to inflation. And unfortunately, in the last three months since we last did a forecast in the monetary policy report, that, that challenge has got much bigger. It's coming from predominantly and overwhelmingly from one source, which is energy pricing and particularly gas prices, and I'm afraid it is coming from the actions of Russia. Now, our concern is that, of course, we have to bring inflation back down to target from a very high level. Now, other things equal, we think it will come down. The question for us is, are other things going to be equal? And that really is about the question of, is inflation going to be persistent and become embedded? Mm-hmm. Now, we do see risks on that front, and that's why we've acted. And the risks are, and, and, and this is where there is a domestic element to the story. We've had a shrinkage in the domestic labor force over the last two years or so, uh, during the COVID period. And so when I go around the country talking to firms, as I do a lot, yeah, they are still saying to me two things, really. One, we're struggling to hire people. Two, actually, we can set, yeah, we can increase prices. Mm-hmm. We're not hitting resistance on increasing prices. What does that sound like? It sounds like us, doesn't it? All right, it sounds like us. It sounds like you know we're struggling to hire workers, and we can raise prices right now. Businesses do not feel constrained that if they raise prices, they're going to lose sales. And that is, in fact, what it takes to get infl- to get this level of spending out. That's why I played for you the Expedia fellow talking about what was happening in travel, just as an example. Okay, you can play. And yes, you could go find some people talking about, you know, well, you know, my sales might be down. I've read the Best Buy report. I've read the Target report. But I can tell you the difference in the retail sector where it's good sales versus services sales is as vast as I can remember. You know what? Just to remind you of this, I'm going to play one more time. This was Tyler Goodspeed after the jobs report yesterday talking about the goods recession and a services expansion cut number five. We are in an odd environment, and I would say part of the oddity of that environment is this bifurcation between what's going on in the goods market and what's going on in the services sector. So it looks like 85% of the job gains last month were in the services sector. And what's really interesting is that we saw in 2021 demand for goods, real demand for goods, rose substantially above pre-pandemic trend. It it rose to a peak of about 11% above pre-pandemic trend. That's been coming down, and it's now about 3% above trend. Demand for services plummeted in 2020, and we still haven't quite gotten back to pre-pandemic trends. And because you haven't gotten back to trend, and I think you will get back to trend, that pressure on prices is going to stay there. And that's what Bailey's, and again, it's not a U.S. problem. We're seeing it in other places. Andrew Bailey is telling you it's happening in the U.K. We're going to play a little bit more of him right after this, but i gotta, I got I to gotta sell a couple things. So we'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. This is a test of the emergency alert system. This has been a test of the emergency alert system. This is a coordinated test of the broadcast stations in your area. We are testing equipment that can quickly warn you in the event of an emergency. If this had been an actual emergency, an official message would have followed the alert tone. This concludes the test of the emergency alert system. At Salem Media Group Twin Cities, we're committed to delivering the best in talk radio programming. AM 1280 The Patriot, AM 980 The Mission, The Biz 1440, and Freedom 1570. There's also our Christian music station, thefishtwincities.com. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station 
several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached and, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Al and Mike as they'll be discussing an often overlooked piece of the puzzle, asset location. Making certain your investments and portfolio strategies are in the right accounts means more money in your pocket and your accounts. Alan Mike will tell you how to put the pieces to your puzzle together with solutions and strategies. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on the Biz 1440, or call them at 855-231-6010. Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Schedule a free consultation at keeganlawoffice.com. That's K-E-E-G-A-N, lawoffice.com. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. King Banyan Show. Oh, that just sounds fun. I feel like I'm driving around in a van um, in an old Ford Econoline uh, and uh, jamming things into my cassette player. Um, that's fabulous. Uh, so here's let me uh, let me get this one last point across to you about what's going on right now. First of all, I've been trying to I played I picked out Andrew Bailey intentionally because two things. First of all, I think he's about as good you get in terms of a central banker as as there is. Um, I would you know uh, I would trade. Um, I'd trade, uh, how do I put this? I would trade Jay Powell in a second round draft pick for Andrew Bailey in a heartbeat. Um, but, <laughs> give you my, that gives you sort of a little bit of a feel of how I think about him. Um, although, he's not, he, he's even less fun to listen to. He doesn't really talk really well. Uh, um, he's not, he's not the bright, bouncy, Boris Johnson kind of sounding person uh, at all. But I think, want you to listen to this. This is the last cut I'm going to play for you today uh, that you haven't heard. And this is him talking about the problem that both they and, I believe, the Federal Reserve and, I believe, the European Central Bank are all facing right now, which is how to deal with them, the embedding of inflation expectations that Larry Summers, Mohamed Al-Aryan, all they're worried about. Let's play this, cut number nine. Now, we understand, obviously, the, the situation, but it concerns us because that's one way in which inflation can become more embedded. Mm-hmm. And then we would have to raise interest rates by more than otherwise. Mm-hmm. So our action today was very, very clearly, we feel we've got to take stronger action. As we said we would, because we changed the language of our, of our sort of, in a sense, forward view back in June to say that if we saw this evidence of persistence, we'd act forcefully, and that's what we've done. So two things that are important important for that back here into the United States. One, at the press conference last week, and we played a fair amount of that press conference for you, Jay Powell's been very clear that he now no longer wants to give forward guidance in the way they have before. What they want to do, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a little time to talk about this next week when we do Inflation Saturday next week, they're, they're going to talk, and I'm already, I'm already hearing the presidents and the governors out talking about what does this mean you're not giving us forward guidance. The Bank of England's still giving forward guidance, 
And what they are telling them is what they told them this week was, we think the inflation situation is worse than we thought before. It means we're going to have to raise rates faster. And they've been very clear. They expect a recession to start in the second half of this year, and they think it's going to last five quarters in the U.K. And he talked about one of the reasons why lower labor force participation. Hello. Hello. United States has that issue, too. But here's the second point. Yesterday was the first time when I think the market began to realize, oh, our expectations about where where interest rates are going are not aligned with what the Fed has said. I drew a graph earlier in the week where I took the, the dot plot from the Fed and compared it to the FOMC numbers for the end of 2022, and the difference was was one to two rate increases, 25, between 25 and 50 basis points. We don't have a futures market to look at December 2023 to compare to the dot plot for 23. But I can look out in July, and even in the last two days, the markets begin to realize that the Fed's going to have to get out to that 4% or even to 4 and a quarter, and that it might not be able to back off quite as fast. If there is a recession coming, and I'm inclined to say I don't see the data to support that the economy went into recession in June, this number for July probably means I'm going to have trouble with July as a start date. But everything in me, including my my spidey senses, tell me that one is coming. It's not far off. And that it may be such that the Fed, because this 4 to 5%, whatever you think that core number is, because that number is probably not going to get back below 3% by the end of 2023, the Fed's going to have to have rates higher for longer than it did before. The market's just beginning to figure that out. I expect people who are going away on holiday, who have investments in the market, may come back to find out that they're in a different market situation. The next, we got two big things coming. So on this coming week, we're going to talk about the CPI report. That will be out in the latter half of the week. We're going to talk about it on the show next week. And then three weeks from now, we'll have the Jackson Hole meeting, and we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that. You can bet. Uh, You can bet on that. And I don't think we really know what the Fed's plan is at this point, and we're not going to know for a while. And I think there's a good reason why, because I agree with Goolsby and, and Goodspeed. It's a weird economy. It doesn't look like anything we've ever had to forecast before. But we'll keep trying, and we'll be here with you. Thank you, Daniel, for your work, and thank you so much for listening. It's been the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. And I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives. And I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that I can tell you fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains. And I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app 
from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code S-A-L-E-M. Use code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cash back not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.